This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. I'm your host, Julie. And I'm your main bitch, Melissa. And it is early as fuck, and we are ready to record the Love After Lockup recap for Season 3, Episode 2, which is wonderful. I wish that these shows were like a an hour and a half or something, or I, I just need more Love After Lockup. It's so good. It really, really is. It's like a whole <laughs> new type of trash that I needed in my life. Well, even though both of us were exhausted last night after doing other episodes and we were both like falling asleep, I just, it was so good. So, um, yeah, let's get right to it. Um, the first couple that we're going to talk about is Jessica and Maurice. Uh, Maurice was released on the episode last night and Jessica wanted to make sure she looked hot. So she had this really cute little dress with like strappy boob holes in the front <laughs> and you think, you think that dress was cute <laughs> i don't think it was flattering for her body um but i actually i did like the part where the boobies were no i like the it, little strappies say, yeah. there in theory it was cute it did not look cute on her and i feel like she's a really cute person Mm-hmm. And she really should have worn something more flattering. Well, and this is not body shaming, but no, you know what? No, no. I mean, like, uh, no matter what your body type is, there's something for you. And she just didn't quite hit the mark. But I don't know. Maurice looked happy about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> I for sure am not body shaming. I think that there there are certain things that are more flattering than others. And oh yeah. The whole point was that she wanted to look good for her man, and it obviously worked. Oh, yeah. It worked for him. And um, I was actually surprised. I thought he was better looking in person on camera than he was in the photos. Um, Tall, good-looking guy. He is super young. He's only 26, and they've been together for five years. So that kind of makes me nervous for her. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's like too young to be completely locked down. And how do you remember how long he's been in prison for? Um, I know they've been married for four years, so Right. I'm not sure. I'll have to see if I can find the photo that I had of that. But I, I think um I think he's been in prison for a long time, which for, like, does some make... reason like seven years pops into my head, but I don't know. Like you said, it's early as fuck. Well, yeah, I guess at seven years, he would have been 19. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah, seven years. You're right. I'm looking at it right now. So Look at me. I mean, so he was only like 19 when he got locked up. And okay. now he is released. He's still really young. He's 26. He's like tied down by marriage, which, you know, of course, marriage is a beautiful thing, blah, blah, blah. But when you're that age, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know yada yada well when you're that age it's it's not great i mean what do you think is gonna happen i think this is gonna be a total fucking shit show what do you think i feel like it's gonna be another um just complete implosion 
like we've seen so many times in the last couple of seasons where these guys come out and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm married. I love my wife until they're like, oh, yeah, I can be in the free world. Ooh, now and, strip like, do clubs. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like a John and Garrett issue. Yeah. Like, um, I, I think that definitely it's easy to be so in love and this and that. When you're in a bubble. When you're inside, when, when you have nothing else to do. But when you get released after seven years, you're still only 26 I mean, he wasn't even old enough to go to a bar when he got arrested. Right. So I think this is, he's going to get a little wild and it's not going to be what she expected. Um, Now, I was really surprised when she revealed that they haven't seen each other in person for two years. Yeah, that was weird to me. And I don't know that I buy that he had his visitation rights taken away for two years. Oh, I believe it. Because she said that he was trying to sneak drugs in and he got caught. So, absolutely, I believe that. Because, like, of course, they're not going to let him have visitors if he's trying to smuggle drugs in. That's true. So, I totally believe that. And she also is feeling very insecure and very nervous that he is going... That he, over the past four years, has just been using her for sex, conjugal visits, um, probably money... I, I and so they had conjugal visits. Well, they're married. I know, but I still if, didn't think that was as common as it apparently is. That shows my if he's not like a violent offender, it's probably not such a big deal for him to have conjugal visits. I don't know if it's a violent offender type of thing where you're denied them. Um, but yeah, I would think if you got if you were like selling drugs and stuff and and. I, I would think that maybe they wouldn't want you to have a visit where someone could be passing you something. Well, for sure. I just did, I uh, guess I didn't realize that like conjugal visits were common. Like I thought that they just weren't like a really a common thing. Why do you think that they do conjugal visits that they allow that? I don't know. I've always I mean, wondered it's that. Very weird. I think maybe because a man will need a release, and maybe they allow conjugal visits visits so that. Um, they don't rape each other? <laughs> yeah, to kind of, like, cut down on that, uh, to kind of cut down on sexual issues inside. What do you think? You think that's a possibility? Yeah, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I've always been I curious about that. I wonder if it's the other way around, though, for women's prisons. I don't know if I've ever heard of a woman's prison having conjugal visits. Yeah, that's sexist, man. I'm actually really curious about that now because I only ever hear about them when it's a, a men's prison. They probably don't want women to have conjugal visits because then they can get pregnant and then they have to deal with pregnant women in jail. Oh, God, that makes sense. It's so wow. All right, then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's crazy. That's something to think about. Actually, I want to look into that. So maybe on the, on the next episode, we'll have a little bit more issue, more uh, info for you guys on that. Um, let's see. I'm writing myself a note here. So I remember. Yeah, I'm really curious about that. Hmm. All right. Um, so yeah, she's got a shit ton of insecurities that she released on this episode. Uh, it seems like she's really worried that he's using her, that he was using her for sex, that he's going to be different when he gets out. Um, I guess he was talking to another woman at some point right before he proposed to her. So she's a little worried about that. She also has a very classy tattoo of his name written in cursive on her boobie. So, I mean, you know, that is the peak 
class right there. I mean, if that doesn't if that doesn't scream "I love you," I don't know what does. Uh, I'm curious. I wonder if he has any tattoos with her name. I know he was saying he has them with his mother and and all of that. I don't know. Hmm. All Some, right. Something tells me he doesn't. <laughs> surprisingly i guess that's just about it they couldn't wait to have sex uh whenever people talk about this whenever they get released and they're immediately talking about sex all i can think about is please fucking shower first like i want these people to get out of prison and i want them to be on camera and them to go uh the first thing i want to do is take a shower and wash the prison off of me and then i'm gonna fuck my wife like i really want the shower to come first because I can't imagine what he smells like, and that's yeah, not enough. That's not good for me. I, I can tell you from personal experience <laughs> um, that when I picked up my ex-boyfriend from jail, uh, the first thing that I did to him was hand him a toothpaste and toothbrush and made him brush his teeth in the parking lot. Why was he in jail? That is a whole other podcast. <laughs> Oh, you gotta write that down. I want to hear about the it. Long and short of that. Well, that's gonna be on. Patreon. <laughs> that one has to be on Patreon. Okay. Um, but the long and short of it was he had to uh, serve a couple of weeks for um, multiple DUIs, and he got into a drug court, like alcohol court program. So part of uh. that program was he had to he had to spend like two or three weeks in jail. Oh, you want to hear something funny? Uh, my boyfriend from when I was like in still in high school and he was too old for me and blah 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 um he actually was in we lived in like this small town in tennessee and he was actually in jail with my mom's husband at the same time (laughs) uh i don't remember what he got arrested for maybe drug related or something my ex-boyfriend he wasn't my boyfriend at the time but um, and then my mom's husband was an alcoholic, so he was in jail for a DUI, but they were like there where they like saw each other and were like talking and stuff. I feel like at one point my brother-in-law <laughs> and my dad were in jail at the same time. Did they like know that each other was there? Yeah. My dad was definitely in jail with like somebody that he like was related to or knew. <laughs> it was like a weird bonding experience for them that they yeah. were in jail together. That's how trashy the whole situation was. Um, but you know what? That boyfriend, this is another story that I can tell. Man, I've really had some great taste in men in my in my past. Um, but that boyfriend actually at one point was arrested for rape and battery. Oh my god. I was yeah, I'm not really surprised at all because yeah. Yeah. Well I can't uh, say that uh both my brother in law and my dad were both in jail for things that they did not do. But did they really not do it? No, they really didn't. No, like they really didn't. Okay. It got it got hmm. taken care of later. You they know what's crazy to me? Like, truly in like wrong case, wrong time situations. Although there was one time my dad had to go to jail for like 48 hours or 72 hours because he got a BUI, which was complete voting under the influence. Oh, that's funny. Um, well, that could be very dangerous. People have, so, right, I mean, here's what happened. Wow. He was fixing our jet ski. We were camping and he like was trying to fix something. So he drove it around the cove to see if it was working. Oh, jeez. The sun was still up, but it was going down. And so they pulled him over for his light not being on. 
Because oh, he wow. was literally like in front of the campsite just trying to see if the jet ski was going to run. Yeah, they must have just been bored they were, that they, day. It was, Father's day weekend. <laughs> it was Father's Day weekend. Oh, geez. So they were like, well, sir, have you been drinking? And he was like, could you find me somebody on this lake right now who hasn't been? Like, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Like, Touche. Like, like, really, truly, like he wasn't doing anything terrible. Like He was just trying to fix the jet ski. He was an easy target. He was. They wanted him. <laughs> uh yeah so uh, yeah anyways she's i think this is gonna be a shit show i think he's gonna be at the strip club i think she's gonna find text messages from other women it's gonna be yeah. a nightmare oh Hang yeah on. he's he's not he's not at 26 years old looking like he does coming home to be a house husband nope. sorry yeah okay so sean and destiny i they keep teasing this view of Sean seeing her walk out and like, oh my God, like in horror. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you think he's going to be like totally not into her when she gets out? No, I think it's editing. I think it's going to okay. be fine. I did not, however, realize initially that he has six kids. Did we talk? Oh, yeah. About- I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has six kids with his ex, and I was shocked that she that she revealed last night that they never got married. They were together for twenty two years, and have six childrens together. Childrens, they have six childrens together, and they didn't get. And he never wanted to marry her. What a fucking slap in the face! I might have punched that motherfucker right there in the middle of Plato's closet for saying that shit to me on camera. What the fuck? That was such bullshit. I was like, are you fucking serious? I would not. First of all, I'm sorry. At some point, you got to stop having kids with this homie if he's not going to marry you. Oh, no, I totally agree. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing that I have an issue with. It's like, ladies, stop. Stop having babies with men that won't marry you. If they can't make the. Don't want to get married. Like, if you both agree to that. Yeah, I don't think that was the case here. I think she was wanting to get married. And he. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is if you can make a lifelong commitment of having a child with someone, then they can make a commitment to you to marry you and say vows and promise to commit to you as well. And if a man just wants you to keep mothering his children but doesn't want to make any commitment to you, fuck off. And his, him and his stupid ass mustache, his you mustache is so stupid. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I think it's funny that he's never seen her in person, that she's like self-conscious about her weight. She mentioned it again on the phone call. Um she has a past of running and he's bailing her out for five grand. And if she runs and doesn't show up for her court dates and shit, he's on the hook for fifty grand. Yeah, that's mm, that's more than I'd be willing to put down. I mean, and and they haven't, they're the ones that have only, I was going to say, they're the ones that have only been talking for like three months, right? This is the three month couple? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Oh, no, no, no. The three month couple is John and Christiana. I can't remember how long these people have been talking, but the fact that they've never met in person and he's willing to take a $50,000 risk is insane. And when he was talking to his daughter about the whole situation it was heartbreaking like it's so hard for kids in these situations they can't control it they don't have any say because your parents gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do and 
to bring someone into your world and into your home who's got a past of running from the law, a past of drugs, a past of all these issues, and you're going to bring them into the home with your children, not even knowing anything about them, is absolutely absurd. And I think that his ex-girlfriend should take this footage and submit it to the courts for full custody. For sure. That he's it's, an it's idiot. Behavior. It's gross. Oh, it's absolutely reckless behavior. And to stand there and look at her and, and basically say, I know that you mothered six of my children and we've spent 22 years together but you are never good enough for me to consider marrying. And this random, probably loser drug addict in prison that I've never met, she's worthy of my <laughs> proposal. It's, Fuck it's, off. Yeah. You're disgusting, Sean. I would have slapped Sean. the shit out of him, honestly. Like, I would have slapped the shit out of him. That's so upsetting for her. My heart just broke for her. Because, you know what? There, We've all been in a situation where we didn't understand. And she even said this, like, something about her not being good enough we have all been in a situation with a man wondering why we were not good enough and like how many times have you been with someone and they would not commit to you and they tell you something like oh um oh god what did i tell you oh i'm not ready to settle down or blah 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 and then the next uh, the next relationship they're in all of a sudden they're engaged to the love of their life and planning a wedding yeah it's and has that happened to you um no <laughs> oh i it's happened to me so many times i would refer myself as like the starter girlfriend because it's almost like you teach them how to treat a woman like you you train them and then they use all those skills on the next woman they meet that's happened yeah, I mean, to me a million times. Happened to me, but then they don't end up marrying them. So. Oh no! But you know how they put on the show, like love of their life and their destiny and all oh, that yeah. shit, and all the photos and how happy they are and stuff. And it's like enough to make you want to puke. I can't it, imagine it, no, being that. His definitely ex. has happened to me. I. Ugh. People, just be honest. If you're not really into someone, I would rather someone just say, you know, I just. I don't think that we're going to have a future together. I, I like you as a person and we have fun together. And hey, if you want to like hook up every once in a while, that's cool. But I just don't, I don't see us having like a future. Exactly. Just be honest because in that, in my opinion, that's less hurtful than lying and saying you're not ready to settle down and blah, blah, blah. And then doing the exact same thing with the next person. Yeah. It's, it's rude. It's not. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I totally agree. Tell me the truth. Um, okay, so twenty minutes, girl. Let's go. <laughs> John and Christiana, um, he brought the <laughs> wedding slash like bang truck. Um, actually, no, he didn't. He 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 has it like waiting at the wedding area. <laughs> the bang bus. To me, it's creepier. Yeah, so he met up with someone and they got it set up and then they've got it at the wedding area. He shows up to the prison in a fucking limo. This and she comes out. Limo. It's hilarious. Oh my god. She comes out and she's like, are we taking that all the way? And he's like, no. <laughs> Negative. Bitch, I got this thing for 37 minutes. <laughs> like, right? We are so not taking Robert it. Was just like, he was on it, man. He was like, we gotta go. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we have some things to do. So she comes out and she's coming down that hill 
And she is like beside herself, excited to see a limo there. That was probably a cool feeling just to feel like, oh, he thought that I was so special and that this moment was so special that he got a limousine for it. She's probably oh, yeah. never I been in one. After my wedding, man. I had to get oh, yeah. my husband's pickup truck with my mother-in-law, his cousins, and my husband. I felt happy for her in that moment. And then when she does her interviews, um, God damn. What is she, 35? She looks 47. She looks rough because I'm looking at her she's and I'm like, she's, girl. oh, yeah. She, I, I'm looking at her and she's like, she's three years older than me. It's no, kind of shocking when she you think like about it that way. <laughs> and she's got a real bad smoker's voice. Um, so the, the delusion and the issue, I think, with this couple is she actually said in her interview that... Um, it's going to be different this time because John gives her love and makes her feel special and this and that. So she's absolutely seeking all the love and attention that she has not experienced in her life. And she's thinking that love is going to heal her addiction. Well, hi. <sighs> I got some news for her. I don't think it's going to heal your addiction either. So no, it's that fairy tale idea of like love, love can conquer all love can fix anything. I'm sorry. That's not real life. No, you can't just love someone and then love away all your problems. I mean, so she's been in, in prison for uh, two years, probably just two years this time. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I was looking at John and Chris, or Destiny and Sean again. Um, three years. These people all sound exactly the same and they all look the same. I know. I know. You're right. And the, the like situations three, are almost the, three the same. three white dudes, like, I swear to you, they're all the same person. <laughs> they're like cousins or something. Like, Who is this again? So, no, she's, she served three years for second degree burglary. So, I'm looking up what that means. It's a. Uh, so burglary the business and where no one is um injured so (laughs) oh unarmed burglary in which no one is injured or yeah so non-violent burglary um and she's like constantly i i bet she's been in and out of jail and then that's just like her most recent offense probably the only stability she's had yeah because she's had like over 30 offenses Oh, yeah, she's the one with the scroll. Yeah. The scroll of... And it's usually her running. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, this is going to be interesting, but she's going to that halfway house, so... Oh, yeah, and at the end of the episode, what does he say? It's, like, not romantic at all. He's like, I'm just wondering if, like... And then he gets down on one knee. He's like, you want to marry me? Like, right now. <laughs> We've got, like, 20 right minutes. now. Right now. No pressure. I mean, I got the, like, you know, I got the truck already at the the area, and there's a bang room and everything. Like, no pressure. But who the fuck, like, coming out of prison, feeling disgusting, wanting to get the prison off of you, is like, okay, this is the perfect time for me to get married in the next 20 minutes and then fuck my new husband. In a truck people. on the side of the road. He thinks Listen, it's so I'm romantic. Not a, somebody who's ever thought for one second at all that a <laughs> car sex is fun or cute. 
it's not. No, it's so uncomfortable. You can't move right. Your body looks all, we got fat rolls that are scrunched up in places. It's it's not cute. It's like shower sex. I'm sorry. Shower sex fucking sucks. You got like water water pumping into you. Like, yeah, no, I hate it. Not a fan. Anyways, do you think she's going to say yes? Yes. <clears throat> I do not think she's going to say yes. Because she had actually even said, um, she had told him, like, I'm not in love with you yet. So I think she's trying to kind of put up a little bit of a wall. I think he's a little bit much. And she's probably said to him, like, I don't know you in person, so I'm not in love with you yet. That has to come. I think I don't say think yes for stability yes. and money. Can because you imagine marrying him. him and having to wake up to him in the morning? You know he smells. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of incense burning in his house. I was just about to say he's got some Nag Champa incense sticks <laughs> in every face in his house. I can't do it. Like, I'm sure that there's more expensive incense that's much nicer um, but I can't do fucking inc- it smells awful to me. It's so overwhelming, it gives me a headache. Incense will trigger a migraine every single time. Oh yeah, yeah. So she's gonna have to like commit to a lifetime of migraines and cheap incense and a real weirdo in the morning. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So Scott and Lindsay, I actually would you oh <laughs> not Lizzie, Lindsay. I know, but I gotta end up calling her Lizzie every single time. I hope you know. I am dying to know what the fuck is going on with his lip. It's driving me nuts. I have to know. It almost looks like he got stung by bees or something. Like an allergic reaction. It's weird. So in this episode we get to see um so Lindsay's grandmother raised her and I was like, oh, it sounds like me. This could have been me if I had made worse even worse decisions than I did in my life um <laughs> I, made, I made some pretty shitty ones but I didn't end up locked up for possession of a firearm and methamphetamine um and I actually totally understood when Lindsay was explaining that she was going to college she was on the straight and narrow and then she started selling drugs and she's making like 10 grand in a night yeah. And she's like, fuck this. Why should I go to college? Like, this uh, this is crazy. And she drops out of college. I get that. I totally understand that feeling. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, I think everybody at one point in their life has been like, hmm, should I do the hard way or the easy way? And taking the easy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, especially when you're, you know, a teenager or a young adult in your 20s. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. so tempting. It's, it's like... Why, why would well, I and being a young single mom is yeah. really hard. And so I get that. I understand that. I actually, I feel a little bit similar to that. Like in, uh, when I lived in Vegas, I, uh, worked at an, an escort agency. I was not an escort, not that there'd be anything wrong if I was, but I was the phone girl. So I answered the calls and booked the calls and verified the guys, like kind of make sure that they're not cops and stuff like that. And then I would send my girl on a call, check in with her, make sure she was safe and all of that. And the reason that I chose that job was not because I thought it was like a great thing to do because my, my main concern constantly on that job was I was always worried that a girl was going to get hurt. 
And I did have a couple situations where a guy like kind of would smack around the girl. And I was really afraid that something awful would happen. But the reason that I chose that. Yeah. And I mean, the reason that and I made a shit ton of money and I was 24 and I had a baby and I had to support us. And like I had a friend that had done their job before and was like making thousands of dollars a week or, you know, so I took the job because I needed the money, but it felt like, so I understand how you can choose something that's probably not the quote right thing to do, but you don't want to let you're like, oh, do I continue to struggle and like, you know, get myself in more and more in debt going to college so I can get a $15 an hour job? Or do I want to go book calls in an escort agency and make a grand in a night? Absolutely. So I get that. I get it. And so she was, you know, arrested with firearm and you know, I, of course, if you're a beautiful blonde girl like her, she's probably carrying a firearm to her drug deals. I would, too. Hell, yeah. I would have firearm, like, delivering pizza. Yeah. And a shit ton of, of meth. So, um, I really enjoyed seeing Scott with her daughter. I think her name was Miley Grace. Miley Grace. I loved, she was so sweet. What a sweet little girl. And she has had a rough life. Oh, yeah. Her mom's been, I think she said half of her lifetime. She's she's 10. Oh, so. She hasn't seen her mom in four years. It's awful. It's awful. But it looks like grandma's doing a great job raising her. She. I'm so happy whenever I see that there is a stable, a stable grandparent or stable person in the kid's life that can kind of take over for when the parents are being losers. And... Um, you know, so it seems like he has a really good relationship with the daughter. He took her when he first met her, he took her and got a bunch of cute clothes for her for her new school year. And she was like, actually, he got me this outfit. So she seemed excited about that. Um, and then Lindsay's grandmother, a.k.a. mother, was seemed really to like him. And she actually started to tear up. And she was like, I really hope that her relationship with Scott will help keep her on the straight and narrow. and. I hope that this is not a creepy, weird old man after a young, hot girl. I really hope that this can be a genuine situation. But I have a feeling that Lindsay is not going to stay on the straight and narrow for long. I don't either. It's it's uh, it's kind of doomed from the start, I think. I hope she proves us wrong. I really do. I hope that... But I don't think that's going to happen. And... But I did enjoy seeing Scott with the daughter. And I hope that if things don't work out, Scott still maintains a relationship with her daughter. Me too. Um, even though I would not be the person that wanted, like, my daughter to have a relationship with a strange man that I've never met. For so. sure. <laughs> That's, uh, I got my own judgments on that part. But Scott seems to be a genuinely good person. So I hope that he proves us right in that respect also. Um, and then... Oh, and what did you think about the revelation that his son died? That was really sad. But it explains a lot to me. Uh-huh. I think so too. To fill a void. Oh yeah. I would be too. I totally understand that. You you feel I can't imagine what it feels like to lose a child. It it has to feel I mean, the pain can't be comparable to anything else. 
And so it did really bring a lot of puzzle pieces together, in my opinion, and just made more sense as to why he's trying to save this young lost girl and make a family in a stable environment for her and her daughter. Yeah. I really hope it works that way. Me too. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen here? I don't know. I can't decide yet. Like, I don't think they're going to work at all. But, like, I can't decide how long it's going to last. I definitely, definitely think she's a wild one. And she's going to want to be wild. I mean, she seems like a girl that would work at, like, I don't even know if these are still around. Coyote Ugly or something where she's dancing on the bar and like as a bartender and pouring shots and stuff like she's like that kind of girl. Um, but I don't think that's going to work with Scott and with if she wants to have her daughter in her life and everything. I don't think she could get sucked in real easy. But then at the same time, it's almost you almost wonder if Scott providing this financial security and a nice home and all those things, if all of those things will alleviate her need to go out and find it however she has to. Definitely. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, ooh, this was a good one. Oh. So, I, and I think this is the last. Yeah, Chevelle and Crayon. Wrap it up, girl. Wrap it up. Okay, woman, I'm working <laughs> on it. You relax. I have to go. Oh, well, somebody can wait eight minutes for you. Um, okay, so Chevelle and Quaylon, I think that... Ooh. So at so Chevelle goes to pick up Quaylon's mom for the trip back. And now, is this where you fell asleep? Yes. Girl. All right. So Chevelle is picking up the mother, and they're doing, you know, all the niceties that are normal. Hey, how are you? How was your flight or whatever the hell happened? How did ever you got here? And all of that stuff. Real nice, right? And they get in the car, and they're getting along and all of that. And then Chevelle says, what do you think about Quaylon, you know, staying here? Because I think they plan to stay in that area yeah. that they were in when he was released. And the mom is like, what? <laughs> mom thinks that uh, Quaylon is coming back to live with her in another state. And I think she had actually moved away from their original home to kind of get him away from his bad influences. And I like moved her whole life with the thought that her son is coming to live with her when he gets out of prison. Yeah. And then Chevelle is telling her, no, we decided that we would stay together here. And all of a sudden you feel the tension in that car. I felt so bad for her. I was like, oh, my God, this is so uncomfortable, even just for me watching it. M Mama got real not nice real fast and yeah, basically told. Like, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Too, well, uh, too nice from the, the start of them getting in the car. Uh, but Mama Quaylon basically said, um, I don't know what you think is happening here, but my son is coming with me. So this is going to be a real daughter-in-law versus 
mother-in-law kind of situation. I'm fucking here for it. I cannot wait to see Quaylon get out of prison and have to answer to both of these women. Uh, it's going to be good. And I have a feeling he's actually going to choose his mother. How can you have your parent move to provide a better atmosphere and life for you and tell them you're going to come live with them and then meet some random girl and be like, oh, never mind. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, this is just bad all around. It's just bad. Who do you bad think he's going with? You think he's going with mom or uh, girl or he's whatever? Go with his mother. That's what I think, too. I think he's absolutely going to choose his mama. I feel like there's a reason he didn't tell his mom about wanting to stay with Chevelle. But, of course, Chevelle has her daughter calling him daddy already. So then here we fucking go, people. Stop making your kids call random strange men daddy. Yeah. It's Stop it. Stop. It doesn't Stop. work out. Just yeah. no. No. Anyways, was that fast enough for you? Ugh. Are you happy? I hate him. You hate who? Oh, Chevelle and Quaylen, I hate him. No, <laughs> no, I'm asking you if we. I'm sorry. I'm asking you if our recap was fast enough yes, for you. Fantastic. Well, if you think this episode is too short, please send your hate mail to Melinda um, at Mrs. <laughs> Hit me up at, at Mrs. Dr. Duffy on Instagram and direct yeah, your right? Direct me. your hate mail to her DMs and she might read it and then she might tell you go fuck yourself because it's a free podcast. Anyways, um, thank you bitches for listening. Check us out at Resting Bitch Pod on Instagram. Our Facebook group is actually RBF Pod because Zuckerberg won't let us say the B word. Thanks, Zuck. Thanks, Zuck. And uh, <laughs> join that group. Keep your eye out for new episodes. We will see you guys next week. And remember that Resting Bitch Face keeps you pretty. Bye. Bye. Bitch.